Today we enter Holy Week, the week in the Christian year where we remember Jesus' passion, death and resurrection. And we go on a journey with Jesus that took him to the cross on that first Good Friday. Yesterday we celebrated Palm Sunday, the day when the crowds shouted out, Hosanna to the King of Kings, Hosanna to the Son of David. And now we fast forward in the story to later on in the week in our Bible reading, which is Luke chapter 22, verses 1 to 23. And here we are catapulted, catapulted into the scene where Judas agrees to betray Jesus to the authorities, portrayed by Luke and his portrayal of the Last Supper. So I'll read the passage to us. Now the feast of the unleavened bread, called the Passover, was approaching. And the chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of Jesus, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered Judas, called Iscariot, one of the twelve. And Judas went to the chief priests and the officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when no crowd was present. Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare for it? they asked. He replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters, and say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks, where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished. Make preparations there. They left and found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined, reclined at the table. And he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfilment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it amongst you. For I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But the hand of him who is going to betray me is with mine on the table. The Son of Man will go as it has been decreed, but woe to that man who betrays him. They began to question amongst themselves which of them it might be who would do this. I wonder if it's ever occurred to you that the events from Palm Sunday to Maundy Thursday in that Holy Week, were carefully orchestrated and planned by Jesus. Just think about it. On Palm Sunday, Jesus enters Jerusalem on a donkey. Not any random donkey, but one that he has carefully chosen. You can read about it in Luke chapter 19, verses 29 to 34, of the detailed plans he goes to 
So make sure it is that particular donkey. And here in Luke chapter 22, Jesus has planned ahead for the location of the Last Supper. Why? Because Jesus knows that Judas will have already decided to betray him, as Luke points out in verse 3. Then Satan entered Judas, called Iscariot, one of the twelve. And so knowing that, Jesus plans ahead so that the location of the Last Supper is a secret one, one that Judas doesn't know about, and so one that is a safe place from the Jewish authorities, who by now are out to get rid of Jesus, to kill him. Luke tells us in detail the secret plans, and it's outlined in verses 7 to 10, how Jesus sends Peter and John ahead to arrange this particular room. From verse 12, it says, he will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished. Make preparations there. I'm sure that Jesus knew that Judas Iscariot would betray him if he could at both events. The triumphal entry into Jerusalem and at the Last Supper. That's why Jesus goes to such lengths to make sure that preparations are done so carefully and quietly. If Judas knew where the events were to be held, he could simply tell the high priest and he would send soldiers to have Jesus arrested. And yet this potential disruption was not in Jesus' plans and so he sets up what you might call a clandestine operation. So why was the Last Supper so important to Jesus that he kept its venue hidden from Judas? I think it was because Jesus knew the profound significance of what he was about to share with his closest friends. The Passover meal was the meal that Jesus and his disciples gathered together that night to share. And in that meal, the children of God remembered and celebrated God's salvation. A salvation which resulted in the Israelites being released from bondage in Egypt. But on that night, Jesus instituted the meal which we now know as the Holy Communion. In communion, we, the children of God, celebrate God's salvation through Jesus' death on the cross. Not just for the Jewish na nation, but for the whole world. Indeed, the salvation, of the, the salvation that Jesus offers has resulted in all humanity being offered the free gift of being free from the slavery to sin. In other words, the first Passover in the Old Testament is a prefiguring of Jesus' death on the cross for us. And that death on the cross brings salvation and forgiveness for all who put their trust in him. And so it was highly significant that Jesus died at Passover. And that's why Jesus was so careful to keep where the meal happened a secret. This intimate meal shared by Jesus with his closest friends reminds us of what God has done through Jesus. As John the Apostle puts it, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not die but have eternal life. Or as St Paul puts it, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. 
while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So today, on Monday, as we enter Holy Week and all that will happen, let us pause and reflect and give thanks for the wonderful free gift of God, the wonderful gift of salvation, the wonderful gift of eternal life, a cost that Jesus was willing to pay and a cost that was so, so dear. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you were willing to give up your life for us on the cross. Thank you that your death on the cross brings us life, brings us forgiveness, brings us salvation. Help us to reflect on that, to remember that, and to give you thanks. In Jesus' name. Amen. Forty days and forty days.